Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Dex and Jake joining you as usual. However, we are live for another live Talking Wednesday. Now, I'll be very honest, this could be um, very different to what you're used to because we have got a different way we are streaming. To keep it as close to the podcast Finger crossed, as possible. If this works, this is the way we go forward. I'm really hoping this does work. Okay. Because if this works, this would be absolutely fantastic. We could, uh, live episodes will be a lot easier. It will yeah. also be easier on the back end. And I won't be moaning about being busy all the time because this is um, <laughs> very much an easier way of doing this. Probably not a t shirt when it comes yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. When we, when we do the merch. How's your week been? Busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's got to be there somewhere, hasn't it? Really, um, but I um, I just wanted to try this out. We we've we've given it a go. Hopefully, bear with us if there's any technical difficulties today. We apologise for the last couple of weeks of the podcast scheduling. I had no internet last week, um, which was lovely because I was relying on data all week, which means I could just about get the podcast that Jake very kindly did on his own um for us last week but it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of one wasn't it and usually this podcast would have gone out earlier today as well we've done the live one because you weren't available yesterday we're just making sure that we can try and get that consistency back so the live podcasts are a way of doing that as well to keep you all in the loop but yeah it's been um an interesting couple of weeks but how has your week been specifically jake um I've been trying to sort things out, some things out uh, behind the scenes. I've got a lot of things in the works, which I'm not going to mention. You know about it, but and some people who are close to me know about it, but it, it's exciting times. Apart from yesterday getting absolutely soaking wet going trick-or-treating. You're that, a bit old for that now, aren't you, mate? I have a daughter. Shush. <laughs> why, were you, why were you dressed up and going to the houses, though? That's my real question. I think I was just going in with my light-up walking stick. You've got something that lights up. Is that generally a good idea? Uh, it is because it doesn't flash. If it oh. doesn't flash, I'm okay. Right. Everyone knows the big game at minute, Call of Duty. The way I play Call of Duty is insane. The brightness is down to nothing. I play in sunglasses and I because of flashbangs. That would make sense. So flashbangs, I have to turn everything down have sunglasses on just in case. And so far, I still suck like I did back in the day. But we, me and Sarah... Me have you man- bought the new Call of Duty? I have. It's the first one I bought in about eight years. I don't know anybody who buys Call of Duty anymore. Just you, apparently. Okay, I'll be in the Sadak group. No, it's just... I'm not, no, I'm not saying <laughs> no, that, like... <laughs> but, like... Isn't it like 70 quid as well? Uh, Yes. But then again, that's most games now, though. Let's be honest. If you're looking at buying like FIFA, unless you're buying like the top tier one, you're talking 60 quid. I'm I'm from a generation, and we'll, we'll have the old man discussion now, where I could go to a shop with 60 quid and come out with two games. Do you know what I realized the other day? What? FIFA's a work expense for me. Yes, it is. Which is really odd. Because <laughs> I was getting everything in order and I was like, this is, a, this is a work expense. But it is. He's now trying to figure out what other games he might be able to stream and have as a work expense. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, technically, work expenses are all, if you're a, if you're a streamer, it's it's Anything. fair game, yep. I think. How's um, your week been, mate? Yeah, I, I, honestly, even though I had no internet, it doesn't mean I had a bad I had a lovely, chilled, sort of switched off week. Refreshed. How yeah, I, f- I feel all right. It's just I, I've got so much to do this week that I'm going to next week. I'm going to be like wired on caffeine, probably, <laughs> because it's uh, everything is sort of creeping up on me. I did the career modes last night. Mm. And all I'm saying is I've done like the next three episodes. I've not edited them yet. I'm doing that after this podcast, which is why I'm glad this is live, because I can keep this one up on the channel as well. Um, don't have to edit it if it all, go- if all goes well. Finger so finger. we um, I'm going to be editing them tonight. I lost some footage again on one of the episodes. It doesn't really matter, and I'm not going to tell you why it really matters because it spoils a couple of episodes down the line. But there's, it's just a big mess at some point. Enjoy the next couple of dramaless episodes. That's all I'm saying. 
Nice and then taking out a quick, quick resume. That's what's killing you. Yeah, it's awful. Quick resume is awful with it all. And I think what happens is actually, because I do use the internal capture, mm. it gets to about um, 60, 60 minutes in the capture software. And that's the cutoff point. But if I let it get to the cutoff point, so say I'm engrossed and I, yeah. I haven't stopped it before, it doesn't save properly in FIFA because of the quick resume thing and corrupts. So what I've learned is I have to record it in half-hour segments and stop it manually and then wait for it to save. I figured oh. it out, but but like yesterday, I got in, yep. um, started at four on the career mode, didn't finish them till half ten. <laughs> that was just filming. Out. That was just filming them, and that's only three episodes, right? Yeah, that's how. Intense. That's how mental it all got. Um, the thing is, yeah. when the moment you just said that sixty-minute cutoff, it's given me a massive bad flashback to when I started doing YouTube with digital cameras. And you could only record 15 minutes. Yeah. Because camera was that bad. <laughs> and I remember having it where I I think I did, I was trying to do like a 30 minute video. I can't remember what I was waffling about, some sort of stupid thing back in the day. And I remember just going, oh, I'm done. I'm not doing it then. If I have to do 50 minutes, 15 minute sections. Like it come a long way from where I can just plug this in, plug it into some software and it just goes straight to my computer. It's such a breeze. Yeah. It's um, it's it's it, the PS4 was fine. So do you know what I mean? Like yeah. with the with the capture thing, um, that was better. I think Xbox has talked about being able to make it a little bit easier. But for when you're trying to just make quick con- FIFA videos, these career modes um take absolutely ages. But yeah, I've seen you uh, you had work around this week, and you did a bit of Freddie Mercury. What was all that about? Uh, <laughs> the dog. <laughs> okay. The dog nicked the chicken off the side of the kitchen and tried to drag it into a cage so we had chicken juice all over our kitchen floor. And you see my dog. I've seen your dog. <laughs> that wasn't a good parent trying to wrestle a chicken off him. No. Luckily, it, uh... we had already eaten, but he had the carcass like, that's mine, and demolished most of it. He's a, he, he's a, he's a good lad, your dog. He's a big dog. He's and he's dog. uh but he's uh he's he's daft he's he's, soft. he's daft but he could also probably rip your arm off so oh we had, he's a we pretty had good it. guard dog we had it a good what i think it was 2015 uh it was when we had really bad snow up where i live and someone tried to get in the house at like one in the morning and he lost the bark a voice in sense from barking for an hour at this person she was trying to come into the house, putting a hand through the letterbox. He was trying to rip her hands off. Not a nasty dog. You're just coming into his house at two in the morning. He's like, what are you doing? Figured out who it was because she was adamant this was her dog and her house. She has a Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> they are not the same dog. They, they are lethal, though, those little things. Oh, they are. You want to talk about, about like vicious dogs? Little Yorkshire Terriers will genuinely rip your face off and that they are that kind of dog (laughs) yeah it's um they're they're not the most ideal for that um but yeah the other reason we didn't do yesterday as well is talking to dogs yesterday was halloween and every time somebody knocked at the door the dog went nuts was he or is is he all right with? Oh, he's going. You've got fireworks coming up as well, aren't you? Oh, I have to. My house had to be like blacked out central. I can't say on the podcast what it, it refers to, what we call it, but yeah, you can't have anything open in my house. No, it's uh, not well, we, the time we, of year. We got the little pug, oh, um, yeah. but not here. But it's it's one of those where she's she's usually um, she, she's usually all right. To be fair, because yeah. we we make sure she's not like. It's last bonfire night, I believe I was there. Mm. And we, uh, we, yeah, so we, we had that you can see a lot of displays and stuff, but we kind of try and keep her away from it because it's not yeah. the most ideal situation with dogs. But yes, should we probably get into the, the we, Jeffrey we Wednesday should. part of the podcast? We've got a lot it, of stuff. We're live, but let's not waste that advantage of, of time. <laughs> do you want to do half this? First? This is, we're 10 minutes in, and this doesn't appear to have burnt down yet. I'm quite impressed. <laughs> 
This is actually seems to be working. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> you don't know how I. I don't know how happy you don't know how happy this makes because I have heard of this before, but I've ignored it for a while, right? And I just sort of like tinkered with it for ten minutes, and we've actually got it working, and yeah. that makes me happy. Something because... I've been meaning to suggest. I think I have suggested it you a while ago, and but we've just been set in such a way of doing it, and it works. Yeah, well, one of my favorite podcast companies uses this primarily now. They don't. Yeah. They've gone from like being in person to just using this setup so we can if, if we can get this working this is this is amazing yes you just can't swear i i don't worry don't worry don't worry i have i have i have i have something for that <laughs> <laughs> oh the fun we will have <laughs> this could get fun right this is it in it this is this is where we take the podcast to uh to fun levels with everything. Um, but yes, let's get into the Sheffield Wednesday part after I've done some housekeeping. So if you're watching this live on YouTube, as quite a lot of you will be, there is a uh, join button underneath if you would like to become a member from 99p and above. 99p gets you the emojis and there's different things at different t- tiers. The Talking Wednesday team and every and all of us here are looking at ways because we can do things on those membership tiers. There are things in the work, so... Yes. Join now. Um, the Discord is also going behind that, by the way. I can also saying. recommend it because I am a member and you get a lot of good content when live, when you've done past Death uh, Deity Watchers, so you can go back and watch them. Oh, yeah, you get the archives as well. Yeah, I always forget that's in there because as soon as we do... talk, this That's the one thing I should mention, actually. Talking Wednesday Live archives will stay up. If we do a Talking Wednesday Live, they are mm-hmm. going to go behind a um, paywall. However... This might bring us. A However, this doing, this will make yeah. it easier for us to do members only live bits and chat and things like that. So that is uh, that is the the way we can talk about it. Uh, the the way we can. I do talk have a quick question for you. Could you go to Dexterity Watch? Are you doing one? Because we are not on the telly for Morecambe because it's just because of the ground. But are you doing one for Southampton on the Wednesday? Because that should be on TV. Ooh, is that next Wednesday? Remind me. I believe it is. Yes, maybe. Night. It all depends on my um my situation, basically. So keep an eye on our socials, and we'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jake, talk us through the uh, the first match that we played, which was oh, Bristol Rovers. Absolutely. It, this game annoyed me because we had so many chances and just couldn't get it in the back of the net. And the thing is, the, the, the thing that we have, we had the Lincoln game. We spoke about not ta- not taking our chances and should have done better. Again, come down to not taking our chances. But Belshaw, what a good keeper he is! He is such a good keeper. And the fact that like they got him from a club who said, "Oh, we will want you on the bench. You're not going to be our first team keeper they play superb and i personally think they probably deserved all three points because they outplayed us for me uh they look decent and if that's the bristol rovers that can turn up for most of this season they stay up and they probably dark horse for a playoff rush up because they can do bristol rovers yeah look at what they did last season though they were out of that pretty much and then they went on a run barton i Barton, one of these managers that a lot of people don't like, but he getting a name of being a very good manager at getting teams promoted. He now needs to have Bristol Rover become that team that gets into championship level, uh, League One level, and then go the next thing. Because he's done it with Fleetwood. He's now done it with Bristol Rovers. He's looking good. And let's be fair, they it was one of those annoying games where... Once again, it defensive lapses that cost us. And if we don't stop these, that'll be the reason we don't go up second. Right, and we'll have to do playoffs. It has I don't to want that. No, I, really no, I don't want to go through that again. Take playoffs again, you know. 22 shots. We had six on target. Now, if you want to put this in the scheme of things, we had 38 shots and nine on target from the two games. That is nowhere near good enough. But the nice thing about this, Michael Smith getting in the goals again. A delicious ball by Joe Byers. I'm not going to lie. That was a beautiful ball. 
the before stuff- we go on to the um, just sorry to interrupt, oh. but before we go on to the nature of like the the um, Burton game, you say thirty two shots combined, like twenty two shots were in that Bristol Rovers games. The clinical nature of Wednesday was definitely not on show in one of them, and it was that Bristol Rovers match. The fact mm. that we we weren't clinical enough, you know. Um, I will say as well, just uh, as a side note, before I let you counteract that again, if you are in the live chat, just as we say, put your chat in. We will not be responding to the chat live, but we will. I will. Sk- I will skim through it towards the end. If there's any interesting community topics that we can add at the end of the podcast, that's the fun about them live. So structure your topics that way and get them in the chat. But yeah. So what do you think about the clinical nature? Do you think that's what let us down at Bristol Rovers or uh, it's, when it's Bristol mid, Rovers it's, came? It's a mixture of two things. It's the lack of clinical nature and it's just this slight defensive frailty we've got at the minute. And midfield, we're fine, but we do have it where some players just go missing a little bit. Now, for me, if we've seen what this Wednesday team can do last season when it goes on a run, it's very good, let's be honest. When it goes on a run and it works, it's lovely to watch. The, the ability there for that this season... We'll talk about later. We have got injury issues again. But Michael Smith is coming into form. You've got Joe Byers loving his football again after a little bit of a break. We just need to stop this inconsistency. We be consistent and go on a run, because that's what the two above us are doing. They're just managing to get wins one way or another. That's what we need to do. Did you say 32 shots across the both games? but yeah, I was going to say 15 shots in the Burton game. Let's yeah. talk about the Burton game then, because for me, that was, I've been screaming clinical Wednesday. That's what we need, you know, because the, the chances we create, I find this thing where everybody says uh, more out, he's not got a hang on, plan. Hang on, you know? hang on, hang on. More. More out, he's useless. Oh, you're, I'm going to have to take that off you. I'm going to have to take that off you. Um, but yeah, everybody with the, you know, the more out brigade, mm. they're always sort of like, oh yeah, nice bloke and all of that, but he can't, he can't, he can't, you know, get us out of these situations. With the clinical nature of the Wednesday side, all we need is them to actually bury the shots they're taking. Because for me, right, and I know this might be, Difficult to say because it happens a lot with Wednesday, but the amount of positions we get into where we should score yep. and we don't, I don't know what you can do as a manager when you have set the team up to get in those positions where we are just not being clinic and th- I, we should be scoring idea. more. My Go idea on. was to make the player park the cars next to the goalposts. So every time they miss, they hit their own car. Yeah. Fletcher wouldn't like that, would he, with his no. Ferrari? <laughs> anyway, Burton, let's 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 move on to that because we talk about clinical. Sheffield Wednesday we were definitely clinical against Burton. How did you feel about this one? So much better. We start. See, fair to Burton, they started very well and they got on the front foot. And also, one way to easily get in Wednesday faces is if we're playing it out from the back, you just put much pressure on us because it's not that we go really poor with it. We just sometimes think we've got more time to get a pass out. And this was the first game without Michael Owickway, who was serving this with suspension, and it's been coming. And in that Bristol Rover game, he was awful. He just didn't look at it at all. Um, and he's been solid for me most of the season, let's be honest, as well. He has been solid most of the season, but that game wasn't right, so it was good to get him out. But this game, Barry Bannon is a wizard. He's falling over when he takes that shot and still managed to curl it top bins. He forgot. Yeah, very much so. And then we go and make it two. I I didn't really think it was a penalty. I thought it was a bit soft. But you take them. And Michael Smith just buries it. And it's nice to see Smith coming on form because this is what we signed him for. We signed him to be a goal scorer. If you look at what we got up top, he got 24 last season or 25. Smith got 17. That's a huge chunk of goal for League One right there, and it's in our first team. That should be going week in, week out, let's be honest. I was so happy for Wilt to get his goal and start. I've been calling for this man to start game for a while. 
It was so good. But he he played with that confidence we know he can do. Yes, he sometimes does go a little bit missing. And a lot of people saying, I said it in the review, I did. Some of the flicks and tricks are not working, but that's his style. But the more he plays with the players, they're going to understand where those flicks and tricks come from. So the more it happens, the more they're going to get used to his play style. But it was superb to see him play. And then Fizz goes and gets a goal. Really good play uh, by Wilkes as well, just to lay it off. But then Sam Winnell comes back. And this is the bit where it goes wrong for me. Sam Winnell has scored at Oxford and twice for Burton against us. Now, we have to stop just shutting down and thinking we're cruising. We can't do that. We we have defensive lapses, which better teams will massively punish us and have this season. We need to wake up. It, it's like we get to like the 84th minute or the 70th minute in this case, and we think game's done. we got to be alive to it. It was a good header, and there wasn't much Stockdale could do about it, to be fair. Um, and then the 80s, and then on the 82nd to get, we hold on, but it game. You look at what games we've had and how many chances we've had, and you're thinking we should be burying some of them, but we don't because teams are understanding how to play us at the minute, and that's a concern. We need a different plan. And to be fair, a lot of people told this saw this team sheet and were very much against it, and they were in meltdown already. The person for me who was man of the match was Patterson. Patterson had a blinder. He just did that. Um, sorry, Big P had an absolute blinder with just closing people down. Like I say, I still I still sometimes see Patterson and think where he fits in, but then you see him play and you're like, that's where he fits in. He's the closing down play, the one that runs after everything. And you need that in this league and you need that in that team. Somebody's just going to keep going when the squad have probably not given up, but need the extra ability to go. We know Bannon can do it, but Patterson does it. And I think you see, you might see a little bit of Smith do it now and again, but we need more of it. It's really well said. I had oh, about three you. different points at different points. I need a notepad because <laughs> you, you said quite a lot there. And I was like, I could say this here, but I'm not interrupting because he's, he's going with it. Um, I think Patterson had a very good game. That goes without saying. He, he was, I'll be honest, he, can't, he does sometimes just come on and run about a bit. But that wasn't that situation, you know, in this match. He was, uh, I want to see more of that from him. We need players to be able to step up with squad depth because that's the one issue we have got. And Malik Wilkes is, it was interesting what Darren Moore was saying about Malik Wilkes. He's um, he's not really had a preseason because they wanted him in earlier. He's been trying to get fit alongside of it. Part of that, you could kind of say, is he making excuses here because he's not really wanted to play him? Is this Darren sort of protecting himself as well as sort of, you know, you've got that side of it. But I think if he can really start coming in and starting now, Malik Wilkes has got that bit of flair, you know, that bit of flair you need and that sort of player that will take a chance and get you a goal when you really need one. So I want to see him featured more. My only concern with it, is Malik Wilt starting to and getting a goal doesn't necessarily mean Malik Wilt starts in the next, you know, the next league game oh. get it because it did feel the Burton side as a refresh side. I don't know how you felt. I've just realized and we also missed a penalty. I oh, yeah, forgot that about well. that Lee Gregory penalty. <laughs> um I, I know what you mean. It's the thing is, you want him to play week, you want to get him to the point where he does play week in and week out, but he's not there yet. The thing that annoyed me about that interview with Moore, he did have a pre-season, Wilkes. He went to their training camp in Portugal because we kept on following it and watching if he was in the team sheets. Yeah. So he did have a pre-season. may not be as what the pre-season we would have given him, like where we could have been embedded. That might but be I think that's what I think that's what he meant. Yeah. Like he didn't, you know, he he did it. He made a point, Darren Moore, of doing his uh, making his signings early on. Yep. You know, and when Wilkes came in, Right you know, yeah, it yeah. was, it was to, the season had kicked off on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like I remember, last I remember a transfer thing, wasn't he? So I remember going to the Forest Green game where he, where he came on. That's um, it, yeah, 
Yeah, that would it was for a screen that wasn't yeah. it? I specifically remember him coming on and doing a few stepovers, and I heard somebody go, "Oh, he just he just thinks about himself, doesn't he? That player, he's going to be great for us." I was like, "Yep, just wait, go on, Wednesday." <laughs> It, it, it's like I've that. had a lot of people turn around and say, oh, we not the Wilkes that we were all raving about or people were raving about. New team. New mm. team, got to get used to players. The nice thing is he's already good mate with Josh Windass. He's already got on really well with Barry Bannon. They all went on holiday together last, not last year, but the last season after that kind of thing. So there's already that kind of friendship and togetherness. And if you've seen any of the socials, this team spirit is there. Because they had a Halloween party at Windassers. They all looked like they were having a good time. Um, this is something we we always say team spirit's important. And I think some seasons it's not been there. I, it was there last season, but just not there enough. I think we had too many important players injured. This season's somewhat different. You yeah. see them reacting to each other on socials. You see them reacting to each other on the pitch. Yes, like Stockdale will yell apt players and Michael Owitway and Stockdale has a couple of times nearly come to blow, but that's because they're trying to help each other out. And I don't think we've seen that team spirit in a long time and it's nice to see. Yeah, no, that's that's a big difference here. Um they're very it was quite funny when Josh Windass said we won't be playing for League One if we didn't make mistakes, you know. They are assured in what they do. They're quite confident yeah. and they're quite they do have a bit of a joke and stuff, but I do it's, you can tell that a lot of them are very serious in what they do as well. Yeah. But it, I, I think the awareness of saying sort of like, you know, we aren't, we, we, we do believe in ourselves, but we're not the sort of like ballers that would end up in, you know, that sort yeah. of, I think that was needed because I think somebody made a really sly dig uh, or something. I saw something and I, I saw the tweet and I saw the merits in it, to be fair. Somebody put something like, um, they're, we've just got players that think they're actually better than they are or something. Mm. Or so, I'm, I'm probably mistweeting that. But, but, um, also, but this is where the likes of Winda, Barry Bannon, see this and go, we're not. Well, that's what Winda, that's yeah. the, literally that tweet went out. Yeah. And then in an interview, like about four days later, Windass commented on how that was, how obviously they don't actually think they're yeah. all that. And the thing is, so. the one of the things that I give credit to Windass, because a lot of people, before he came to Wednesday, he was already judged him by some of the stuff he did at Wigan and some of the stuff he'd done at Rangers in the past. He speaks very well and he's very intelligent with how he talks and how he comes across. I've said, and this is a big shout, so I'm ready for the tin hats, possible captain one day if he stays at Wednesday. That is a shout. You heard it here on the 1st of November. That reminds me, I had an omelette this morning. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Right, let's move in to the uh, League One review. So the midweek fixtures went a bit like this. Cambridge beat Wickham at Wickham's home. 3-2, Derby and Exeter ended 0-0. Charlton MK Dons ended at MK Dons 2-0. Plymouth at home beat Shrewsbury 2-1. Peterborough 3, Accrington Stanley 1. Portsmouth 1, Oxford United 1 with Oxford United getting a red card. Fleetwood 1, Forest Green 1. So Forest Green trying to rack up the points. I don't think they're they're clinging. They're trying. Um Bolton two, Burton one, Cheltenham one, Morecambe nil, Port Vale two, Ipswich Town three. It's the course. Because yep. of course. Um Barnsley nil, Lincoln one, and then Wednesday Bristol Rovers one. Going to the weekend games, Portsmouth and Shrewsbury ended one all. So decent point for Shrewsbury that. Charlton 4, Ipswich 4. Did you, did you watch the highlights of this I, game? Yeah, that was insane. That was, was absolutely insane. But I was like going, come on, keep going. That helped us all. And when it got to like 4, I was like, oh, damn, they've done it. Charlton have done... Well, they went 4-2, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it, like a 90... It was 96, 94... No, it wasn't. 99. 90, no, yeah. no, it was, 90, no yeah. it was 99 because Ipswich... It was 2... It was 2 all. And then in added time, Ipswich went 4-2 up. They yeah. scored two goals. And then Charlton actually managed to draw a level. The ground was practically empty. Yeah. If that was Hillsborough, there would have hardly been anyone there at that point. Everybody, 90 plus 9, everybody had left. I know a Charlton you know? fan who said it was insane. It's the most mentally game he's ever been to. <laughs> well, I just think it's 
that really does help us because it puts into perspective yeah. that these teams can be caught unless they're Plymouth, right? So Sheffield Wednesday 4, Burton 2, Bolton 1, Oxford United 3, Cheltenham and OK Dons ended 0-0, Peterborough 1, Cambridge 0, Wickham 1, Morecambe 1, Barnsley 2, Forest Green 0, Port Vale 1, Lincoln City 0, Derby County 4, Bristol Rovers 2. 4-2, two, That was the half-time go as well. Yeah, so second Maybe half, McGoldrick, first ever career hat-trick. Yeah. That's insane. I can't seem... I, I don't. I don't think he plays for Derby on my FIFA anymore on the career mode. But I hated playing up against him for some reason because <laughs> they had such a high press on, and he just used to stay forward. And I was like, I hate this playing this team. Yeah. Um, Fleetwood three, Accrington Stanley nil, Plymouth game, four, insane, Exeter two. Right. I'm waiting for them to have their mini break. I don't think they're going to have a blip. It might. This might be the season where it doesn't I happen. I think. They have a massive chip on their shoulder from last season from missing out on playoffs with 80 points. They are currently something due for like 2.68 goal per game at minute point per game. They are looking at going up higher than EFL uh, total kind of thing, which I think is 110 points by Leicester. If they do that, they deserve to go up. Yeah. Because they're, they're, more, they're, they're averaging hard. more than two points a game. It's mental. It's like, if they if they do get the it's like a it's like a I know I've I've mentioned it a few times today, but it is like a FIFA team that you go, <laughs> nobody gets that amount of points. They could do it if they keep on at this rate. It's their way record that they yeah. work on. I hope they drop off. Yeah. I've got I, I hope they obviously drop off. like I know it's I've got nothing against Plymouth, but like I don't want us to have to do playoffs. We're averaging over two points a game. Any well, other season, two points a game. Right, any and, other season, and Ipswich and Plymouth are not doing what they're doing. We're up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if you look at the rest of the league, right, Plymouth at the top, 41 points. Ipswich Town, 37 points. Sheffield Wednesday in third with 34 points. Peterborough, 31 points in fourth. Portsmouth, 27 points. Bolton, 27 points. Fifth and sixth, right? The difference, I know there's a game in hand situation there, so it is it is still tight because if you take their games in hands yeah. into account, there's that as well. But the first four teams have all played 17, and that's the way it sits. 41 points after 17 matches played for, P, uh, for Plymouth. And the thing is with this as well, any other season, people are pretty happy with this, but the seeing what Plymouth and Ipswich are going, well, why, why are we not beating teams like this? We should be beating... No one in this league has a goddamn right to beat whoever gets in front. It's more about the teams that you... Because you say that. It's the teams that we weren't beating last season. We would beat the the teams that actually went for it against us because that was our... But the, te- the other teams have just set up shop against us mm. and try and box us out, you know, park the bus. I am much more pleased when I watch us play teams that we would have slipped up against last season because we're winning, yeah. you know. It's nice to actually look at a form chart and see no losses in it. And we've also played Plymouth, Ipswich, Peterborough already. Yeah. So far. And Pum- I'll pump Portsmouth first day game of the season as well. Forgot about that. Yeah. And, that, and Portsmouth, are, I, I, I'm quite happy that Portsmouth are doing quite well because mm. that was my slide prediction this, uh, this it was. season. I remember. They would, they would uh, do quite well there. But yeah, it's. Um, 14 points in October for Wednesday. Not too bad. I take it. Yeah. You look at them, the ones you're looking at, you're looking at the Lincoln, you're looking at the Bristol Rovers, but it it happens. You probably get them and you're thinking that's a really, a very, very good uh, October, but we've got four games in November, potentially, um, because November's weird. <laughs> So um, we'll talk a little bit about what Windass was um, saying to the media. The, the star have transcribed it, so we will read out the quotes that we were saying when we were talking a little bit about that. He said, and quote, I speak about it all the time when people talk about players in the league performing or doing well. It's nothing against any other players or teams, but it's a different kettle of fish when you play for a club like this. It's not just about performing. It's about dealing with everything that comes with it for the day-to-day, the social media. It's not just a game of football and playing in front of 3,000 and having a bad game going home and having a Chinese. You 
think about it for a week, uh, for the next week, because of the criticism you get, the expectation of the fans. You have to be an all-round player physically and mentally to play for a big club. Uh, and then in re- replying to about um, a topic raised to him about platforms such as Twitter and the negativity on there, whether it bothers him, he said in response, and quote, it makes me annoyed, to be honest, that people judge you by interactions on Twitter when you're in training every single day, working your... Uh, it's not technically a swear word, but I'm not going to say that because algorithms. Uh, and then <laughs> and then PR people building people's social media and they're seen as golden boys, even though they're probably messing around. End quote. I will actually say as a side note, that's some people have some very, yeah. um, very, very good PR teams. Yeah, they do. Back into the quotes. If someone tweets me to say I was crap today, I don't really care. It's no skin off my nose. Every footballer I know thinks if a manager picks you, you play. That's good enough. You can ask any gaffer I've ever played for what my training habits are like, what I'm like around the place, and they'll tell you everything. So what a bloke on Twitter sat in an armchair watching football says about me means absolutely nothing. Hey, this is a rotary chair, not an armchair. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's, uh, it's just good to see he's got that resilience and i think that's that shows through the squad yeah. doesn't it really yeah and like if, if anyone reacted to it or saw it that uh Dockdale and cam dawson did a kind of get the player and he queen of twitter that. he yeah. queen of twitter <laughs> yeah I, I do like i do like those sort of things um you do more of them went to the funny i think stockdale was just an under the cosh or something yeah, he was. Uh, he was very good to, very interesting podcast that one uh, episode watch that i don't yeah, I don't watch a lot of sports podcasts. I watch, I think I watch the Peter Crouch podcast. Yeah. Um, and I get so many algorithm recommendations of the Fozcast thing. But podcasts, so quite good. Yeah, they're the ones that they're the ones I put. I like the ones with guests and things like that. But I will, I did see that one pop up because of Wednesday links, mm. and I've seen some good clips from that. So I'll go and check that out. It's, it's, sure. inter- it's interesting a bit of that way. He talks about Birmingham City situation and Harley Dean actually kind of. On Instagram, when I think it was Instagram, was like fair play to you for talking about it. I know that wasn't a good situation at the club at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I need to watch it to be honest. Yeah. I need to need to understand full context around some things. But I've heard it's a good watch, so yes. I will do that. Right, uh, the Yorkshire Post have um, talked about Darren Moore addressing the widening gap to Ipswich Town and Plymouth Argyle. So what we've just been talking about about that top spot. Um, he said the following, and quote, we are all experienced enough to know the league is not won in October. We are just focusing on us. We don't look towards anyone else. If you start looking at others, it's never the right way to go. You have to look at yourself. We know it's very early in the season. There are lots of games to play. The season is going to ebb and flow. That has been proven in the first set of games already. That is League One for you. End quote. I'm going to end it there because uh, there's your typical manager speak that you always get when... The thing is, it's, it's this reminds me of what Lee Gregory said uh, in an interview last season around December time where he turned around and said, we're looking, we were looking over our shoulders too much and seeing what other people were doing, not concentrating on ourselves. When we had that period where we are dropping points left, right and centre. And I think there's a bit of that that's not crept in, but the Lincoln game especially, uh, Darren Moore was going mental on the sideline, saying pressure, more pressure and you're seeing a Darren Moore that you didn't see last year who's got a bit of anger to him when he's on the touchline and actually having a go at him. And you're seeing him getting quite irate with him because he, they're not doing what he wants them to do. And I think that is something good to see because it kind of puts that dust to bed that people have said, oh, he doesn't do enough on the touchline or whatever. He's showing that he needs them to perform. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think... I think he's just set. He's just setting the expectation with everything, you know, mm. and um, he's, he protects his players quite well as well. Yeah, he does. Um, right, controversial topic. Yes, we're talking about contracts expiring all the time. The one that's being chatted about this week is Lee Gregory. When speaking to the star, he said he'd like to stay here, but we'll see. This is football, and he sort of said, "We'll see," you know, because his contracts running out at the end of the season. Now, again, the Star reported on interest from Derby. There was other links with Gregory, quite a few players wanting him. Do you think he stays? With obviously the fact we've brought Smith, Wilkes in, 
Do you think? Do you think the fact that the contract's not sorted, does he potentially look for other options? The thing is, I don't think apart from Fizz, we're sitting down with anyone at the minute. Fizz is the priority, and I think he he he'll know that a twenty-one year old versus a thirty-four year old. You know what you're looking at for the best interest of your club, but he has that experience that is vital now. Lee Gregory in championship can still do it for me, even at 35 if, when we go up. That's if we get there. If we get there. He could do it. But I think you got to remember, when you're a player at 34, you're wanting to find out and have your future done and dusted so you can carry on with your football. And that could be something that's maybe why we're not seeing the best of Gregory yet, because he wants this sorted. So he knows he's got security. And if, in that sense, I say give him the contract and just, bite it for a year because we know we can go at whatever level. It all depends where we want to take the squad. Now, I like him to stay, but we know he goes to Paul Warren side at Derby. He'll do very well. <laughs> yeah, and it's also a case of, I don't think Derby are getting promoted this season. Um, bold statement. But I, I just that is a very that. bold statement. <laughs> um, if he genuinely wants to stay in League One for another season, Makes sense for him to just... He wants to stay in Sheffield. Because he's from Sheffield. That was one of the reasons the pool was there. Being closer to home. I actually... Um, it's one of those things that everybody knows everybody. I have heard from somebody who do, that he's, he, he's happy and he wants to finish his sort of career in Sheffield. Mm. And he's happy to do that with Wednesday. Yeah. You know, so... I yeah I have heard yeah, along those lines would that, he, that could happen. Would he have? Would he ask for too much? I doubt it. But would he want a year? Would he want some stability coming mm, towards maybe at two this years? Point? You know, Michael Smith came in, and the the rumors of like a couple of year deal there. Not a rumor; would... it's a three year deal. He's uh, yeah, three year deal. His sorry. agency tweeted it to the United, so... the, the cl- club. <laughs> did we report on that? Or did we that did? Just... Yeah, oh, God, my brain's Instagram, gone. To... It was on Instagram. It was like. Michael Smith has signed a three-year deal. Like we don't ever get to hear about. Yeah, I remember what... that now. Yeah, yep. it's um, it's it's a thirty-four-year-old Lee Gregory right now. Yes. Okay. However, he's been good enough for us that I would give him another year. But it depends if he wants more than that. It's the old. It basically the whole Westwood situation again. Is it though? Well, well, I think Westwood's injuries for me. Yeah, that's true. But I'm thinking on terms of wanting a bit longer. Who? There was another player we had who wanted a longer contract, and we only gave him a short one. I can't remember. It was recent as well. Yeah, it's ringing a bell in Lang. Mendes Lang. Oh, Lang. Yeah. I and he went to Derby as well. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it does end up happening, doesn't it? It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'd rather get it sorted now so it doesn't turn into a problem. That's yeah. my thing. I just realised Derby are in seventh. I thought they were doing worse than that because I've always I I have the, their scores get recommended to me for some reason on Twitter on the algorithm. I must have clicked on a few of their posts too many times. Um, but they always seem to be like up and down, mm. you know, inconsistent. And, Paul Ward's a fantastic manager and, and they could very much do it in the playoffs. And if, if a manager's going to do it in the playoffs, it'll probably be Paul Warren. you but... got to remember, looking at that league table, remember, mate, any club goes on a run and they're up there. Yeah. I just... Um, I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a couple of players in that derby side that bottled it in the playoffs for us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely... Well, one cost us the playoffs, in my opinion. <laughs> Mm, yep, he's, he seems to be doing quite well for them. Um, but yeah, Lee Lee Gregory, I I would try and give him another deal, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he was looking at other things just to keep him himself yeah. secure. Oh, he's out of contract in the summer. He yeah, can start talking in January. And yeah, well, he can start talking with other. Cl- I know he can't actually. He can't talking. sign, but he can start talking. Yeah. Moving on to. Uh, just to mention, Ben Hennigan's got a injury blow that could set him out for the season because he's going to he need will. surgery. After, yeah, it looks it's that the, way, it's the ACL. It? Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because he he's he's very solid. He's a solid defender. And it's the one position we really don't want injuries in. 
And because... we brought five defenders in. Yeah. I did turn around and say in that uh, transfer thing, I wanted one more. You did. I will say that. I said, where are we going to put them? There's going to be players unhappy. And I just, I should have known, shouldn't I, that they were all going to get injured. <laughs> I'm like, I want one more just to be safe. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. that. It's your fault. Because you, you put that into the ether, didn't you? <laughs> and and because of that, Ben Hennigan's out for the season. But who do you think he just? Point? Do you think he? Do you think he goes more to four? Do you think he plays four at the back out of need now? Mm. On the plus point though, Femu is nearly back. I'm really butchering him. That's worse than Akin. I even say it. I'll say yeah. Akin. Akin is nearly back, which is helpful. I think he's gonna have to change it soon for how he wants to play. Yeah. Uh, Reese James is nearly back as well. So we have got him coming back, but Ben Hennigan's just a massive myth. And are we going to get the eye off her old and ha- be like, right, you need to step up and be Ben Hennigan. You're, you were Ben Hennigan a couple of seasons ago. Myth the reliable, put your body in front of everything, that kind of player. Are we going to see the eye off back? I'd like to see it. I think we all would like to see because we've seen it before. Like, I just remember in that championship season where I was like, this is a player we've got here, you know. Thing is, the one thing people always forget about Iorfa, he can move with the ball at pace. Yeah. The amount of time when we're in the championship, he'd, just, he'd be in the back four and they'd be gone. He's like, yeah. what are you doing on their box? I do like him playing as as more of a anchor man. He works well but, as a uh, like a makeshift. We don't. Yeah. We we kind of play. We don't. We don't really fit him into that system. Oh. But when he has played in front of the defense. I like the look of him there. Yeah. You know, it's very it, modern football luxury, probably for League One, that we're not going to play there because you, because the system we played at that point that was a bit too techy. But um, I like the look of it when he mm. plays there. Maybe that is something for him moving forward so he's not solely responsible for slotting in at centre back. You never know. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Delhi Basharu. So. Moore said he's confident about him signing his contract, but that's obviously what he's going to have to say there, really, with that be, being his manager. He's he's very confident. Uh, he's very um, persistent in when he says that he's not the finished article. I think he's trying to, like, basically say to Deli Bashru, don't get ahead of yourself here, lad. Yeah. You know, I feel in all the press he's saying it. Do you know what I mean mm. as well? I, I've noticed that. It's been a specific thing with Deli Bashru specifically. He doesn't want to blow smoke up his arse, basically. Is the way I've got it. Can you Just imagine what the situation would have been with Liam Shaw if Darren Moore was here and talking to Shaw? Because similar, similar situation. Yeah, and that didn't work out well, did it? <laughs> play, but anyway, play <laughs> talk me through this fist situation. Then we've talked about it a little bit in previous weeks. What's your, what's your thoughts and feelings? I'm I'm getting to the point that I think. We're just waiting on agent or the deal to be right somewhere down the line and it'll get done. The fact that Fizz has said he wants to stay, he has said in an interview, I want to stay, I'm enjoying my football, I'm having... And the thing is, this is where we have to do some either clever negotiation or just go, you know what, we want him to be here, let's pay them that little extra they want and do it. I understand why Wednesday don't want to be that clever, just letting any agent come in and say, we want this deal or yeah. we're walking. I get that. I understand that. But this is a very good young player who's scoring, playing well, started at the weekend and good and look, doesn't look out of place. He's the only player we got in that midfield for me who got strength, who can knock a player off the ball. Because we struggle with that. We like the like fancy passy stuff. But when when Fizz is on the ball and on the pitch, he's that difference in midfield because they bounce off him when he runs. And we haven't had that for a while. I, I, think I genuinely think if he gets his head screwed on right, mm. he could be a player. He's just he's he's at that crucial point where if he makes the wrong decision, he could end up along the lines of where Shaw ended up, you know, going yeah. somewhere for a bit of money and not getting played. He needs to be developed in a team where he can shine. And I think this is why we're getting him in dribs and drabs. But I think yeah. next couple of... I'm going to I'm gonna be really bold. I'm going to say November, December, you see him start most games. Who in place of buyers? Possibly. 
Bayer come off the bench and that because in our next oh, I've got it somewhere. I've screenshot it. Where is it? Uh just fill for a minute while I It's a it's a bold call. I know it's for a bold call. Because um... he's superb when he plays. We this is the problem with having so many midfielders who are quality. I don't think it's a problem. It's just... Specifically. It, you can't always keep them all happy, but yeah. um, so you need them at the different stages of the career as well. That's a big thing. A so big let me read it. you the, all the games till uh, the two we got in the new year. Accrington, Stanley, Shrewsbury, Derby, Exeter, Oxford, Fleetwood, Vale, Cambridge, Cheltenham. There's a yeah, lot of there's games. some really good games for him, to be fair. Yeah. There's a lot of games where he can... Standing and come. And the thing is, remember when I offered and Windass signed contract last season? It was around November time. It was yeah. like back end of October, November. And I was expecting something to be happening soon with it. And I think that's why you're getting some of the questions at it because it sounds like it's nearly done. It sounds like there's like a tiny sticking point on something and it just needs ironing out. Yeah. With how with how down talking anyway for me. You know what I mean? I just I hope it's it'd be a really really good sign from Wednesday if we can manage to sort that out. Because if he wants to stay as well, just don't put any obstacles in the place. Do it properly and get it done. You know. Right. Um. Let's move into some chat comments. So Worko wrote in and went. Jerome Sinclair is a striker who has previously been quite handy and he's currently a free agent. Could be an option to bring in to solve this lack of clinical finishing. I like the thought process there, Worko. But for me. It's not the position we need right now. Even though the clinical nature's there, for me, that's more of a... They need to be out on the training field hitting hitting one-timers all day. So you said training field, it threw me. I'm like, Is it because I didn't say pitch, training ground or training? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did say training field. It was like you'd gone to like American football style commentary. <laughs> yeah, but could you, um, could you go for Jerome Sinclair maybe? Maybe it's an option, but do we need it? Oh, that end. Sorry, what? He's a striker, isn't he? Yeah, it's just the uh, when I just heard you say those words. Um, do we actually need? Is he a free player? agent? Yeah. Why is he a free agent? It wouldn't he like destined for the big time at one point. He's only 26. Actually. Ah, that's what I'm looking at now. You know yeah, what? He's I, only I, 26. Yeah, that's what I was looking at because I thought he's been around for ages, I'm sure. You know what, actually, Worko? I changed my mind. He's 26. That's actually probably a good shout. Yeah. Especially if you're going to maybe not give Lee Gregory a contract. R- There's possibly a reason he's a free agent. Injury record? Have you Right, so he, he was at Liverpool, played, made two appearances, went on Wigan and Lowe in 2015, but then he went to Watford. He yeah. only made nine appearances for Watford, had a loan spell with Birmingham City in 2017, five appearances. 2018, he was in, at Sunderland, 13 appearances, one goal from a winger. He's he a winger rarely ever sort. injured either. Oxford United, 2019, 16 appearances, four goals. So that's probably one of his best spells. But listen to these next loans. VVV Venlo, right? Right. Dutch League, 23 appearances. And then CSKA Sofia, Bulgarian team last season. It's a Darren Moore player, if you know what I mean. Getting someone who's out from the cold and bringing him in. He did it with Lang. Sorry, that's the twenty. Uh... He, he didn't play last season. The he yeah he made eighteen appearances at twenty seven in all competitions. Oh, for... hang on. Have you seen where he came from before he was at Liverpool? West Brom. Yes. Link there, isn't he? Yes. 2006 to 2011. There would be um. There would be that side. Mm, that's not a bad shout. That's not a bad shout, that. Right. He's on trial at Oxford. Uh, no, he was on trial at Oxford. Mm. So he's not, he is just genuinely a free agent just sitting there. Get him in. If he can play, he can also play right wing and right midfield. I, it just worries why aren't other teams in for him? 
You do have that question, don't you? And if he was on trial at Oxford and they didn't pick him up? Oh, hang on. Mm. He's a 70 rated in FIFA. Oh, no, he's got 70 potential. 64 rated, nah. You're all right. You don't want him, then. Nah, we're all right. <laughs> Good shout, though, Worko. Yeah. Um, anybody else? Let's have a look. Ben uh, Peacock asked if our strikers have been disappointing. Do we agree? We, I would say we do on that. Um, a little bit, yeah. In terms of clinical finishing, I think I think it's been great that we've been chipping in and pick different people and get goals, but we actually need more tappings. Yeah. We've got so many screamers. I am more convinced that with a team that can get promotion if you get a few more tappings because it, it means the build-up plays there and, you know, you can... The thing is, I think Darren Moore would be more annoyed if we weren't having the chances and we're getting the odd goal. It Because we're getting the chances and the goals are not coming. Regan writes in and says, uh, does Jaden Brown ever wear a Wednesday shirt again? He's done all right when he played. Yeah, I think um, Darren Moore didn't do him any favours playing him at centre-back. You know, with all the criticism that was heaped on him not too long ago. And then um, he gets put in at centre-back. But I think I think he's there's still, there's still a route for him back into this team, especially mm. with our full-backs ageing. Um, if we can play him like that. And with centre-back injuries, he's probably going to have to learn to play centre-back and uh, go there a little bit more. But in terms of matches coming up for Wednesday, it's there's no league match. The net league match is like, I think, the 15th of... No, that's wrong. Uh, nine, uh, 12th of November. Yeah, so it's... What day does the World Cup kick off? Do you remember? I do not. I will find it. Um, because that's going to be all November. It starts on the 20th of November. So, so we World... play Shrewsbury Town at home on the 19th. On the night before, uh, yeah. Cause we got a... Yeah, that's why. Because we've got a week of no football, if I remember correctly. We've got a week of no football, then we play Derby. Yeah. So, we will actually see you before Wednesday play. There's only one game before, and it's the first round of the FA Cup against Morecambe. We got to go on Friday. Is that on telly? Nope. Mm. It's not on the telly because it clashes with the Sheffield United game, which is at home on the Saturday. I'm actually working in Sheffield this Friday um, until about eight o'clock. Do I just try and like? I know it kicks off at quarter. Do I, I know, try I and just fill tickets? Get a cheap ticket and just run for the second half. See if I can get across town. I've got mm. pictures. You go out my way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the Accrington Stanley being our next league game on the 12th of November it's annoying that we're not playing them now they've literally mm. just lost five on the spin yep it's it's annoying that we're not playing them now but also Southampton we've got to be careful we could that, yeah that Southampton game I don't just don't embarrass us lads <laughs> yeah we'll see you before that uh, yep. Southampton game because we will chat it might be a uh Slightly shorter podcast because there's no real football apart from the cup to talk with that. Yep. But I will um I will end the podcast there. I'd like to say good evening to everybody who said good evening to us on the live chat tonight. Um we have just read some of the topics out, so make sure you are following at Talking Wed on Twitter because we will notify you when we're doing these live podcasts. So if but you, you know, are an audio Jason's listener on this channel as well, it'll help. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a bell if you're watching on YouTube underneath this. So make sure you subscribe, click that bell, and you will get a notification whenever we go live with one of these so you can jump in and get your topics live. I just think it's a good way for us to be able to interact with you. Uh, Make sure you do like the podcast as well. Leave us nice reviews. Reviews are available, so please go on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, all those things. But anything to add, Jake, because that is all from me this week. Just look after yourselves and keep warm because it's starting to get a little bit colder now. It is. It is. We we were do, we were doing the heating debate because obviously we've we've moved. Well, we've we've moved energy supplier with yes. some stuff and trying to sort out adult energy bills is not fun. It's not fun at, at all. At uni, my mate used to do all that. <laughs> I did the internet and the water and everything. And now you. And I was. I actually energy. rang him the other day and went, like, "What uh, am I doing here? Because <laughs> these, these, this makes no sense." Well. Like before we came on here, I'm I'm proper old man here. I'm wrapped in an electric blanket because I'm refusing to turn my uh, heating on anytime soon. <laughs> I was sat last week um, just playing some cyberpunk on the PS5, 
on the um I don't know why I need to just tell you the platform. Just because I usually play on Xbox, I guess. Um, and I was just sat in this chair and I had a blanket over my legs. And Soph came up to me and she went, oh, do you want me to get you a Horlix? And I was like, and she was like, you're already, you've already assumed the old man position. I was like, Can yeah. you get me my slipper, please? Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, just keep yourself fantastic. warm and Thank just uh, have a good bonfire night as well because we'll be doing... A podcast next Monday. Yeah, we haven't even sorted the schedule out yet, so oh. we probably will be doing one next Monday. But we'll try and get them back on track. Just a ma- just. Bear we with. do try for Tuesdays at twelve PM on the audio services and five PM on YouTube. However, that can sometimes change. So if you don't see it, just know it's coming in the next couple of days. And if you're wondering, like, where was it? Are they being idiots again? Just go and check the Twitter because we always put it there to keep you updated. But that is it for episode ninety of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Take care of yourselves, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.